one hour is going to be like one group of parents and another hour is going to be another group of parents. I'm expecting, I have 91 students. I'm expecting. Hey, 91. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Um, I am expecting a total of 14 parents. Yeah. <laughs> Out of the 91 students I have. It's a Wednesday. Yeah. I have no idea why they do it. Make it like a Monday, like where there's like, oh, like, hey, like they have, you what have the they- entire what they really should do is they should make it a like Saturday happy hour. Every yeah. parent would show up. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. And yeah, some of them would be off the rails and like say the N word or something, but like most of them would actually show up and like you'd be able to have a productive conversation about. Yeah. Show. I mean, I've, I've only had like a couple of like in person interactions with parents. Um, and it was when I was in my grad year and we had a Christmas like feast and I said like two or three parents showed up because their kid like forced them to make like their like, like Guatemalan like specialty dish. And it was so fucking good. And they gave so much to me. (laughs) They were like, they were like, we made an entire tray for the class to like scoop and eat. And we made an entire tray for you, Mr. Fritz. And I was like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! That's so, elite. We love was, a good like. It was like it was like salted, it's like salted plantains and like garnitas. It was so good. Yeah. There's nothing better than an unexpected leftover situation where you're like, I wasn't expecting to go home with food, but now I am, yeah. and I'm excited about it. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> so uh, me and Duncan. Right before we started recording, we're talking about what we wanted to talk about. I can talk about a nice little conversation I had with avid listener Nathan Kunkel. Shouts out to also, Kunkel Boy. Before we get started, I just want to officially say welcome to the Trolling Stone Podcast. <laughs> Firstly, because I've, I don't think I've ever said that on a single podcast. I've never been the one to say it. And second of all, because we just didn't say it last week. (laughs) I'm trying to think like, yeah, you've never, besides you being by yourself on a podcast or when the, the, the weird Twilight Zone episode where you did it with you and Ben. Yeah. And it was, and it was bullshit because I wasn't there. Um, no, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, I get, I, I'm thinking like, he's, he's, you really have He's not kidding. You really haven't said it. No, I haven't said it once. Wow. Not but, once, um, not ever. So well, yes, I won't trample over Duncan's feet and repeat the intro to the podcast, but, um, I, I want to give a quick shout out to, um, Nathan Kunkel, uh, avid listener. So I'll tell you the story, Duncan. A noted um, Kunkel. Yeah. A noted, noted Kunkel. Um, I know, I know what you said, but I didn't want to say okay. it. Okay. Um, yeah. um, so a couple weeks ago, or like a month ago, like when we were over the Medford house, uh, Kunky Boy came ripping into the house. And then it made me think, like, have I ever seen Kunkel like, walk into a building or a house like normally? And then I had to really think about it. And I'm like, I think every single time he, or like the two or three times he came over to glass, probably didn't walk into the house normally. And nope. every time I've seen him over, um, I've seen him walk into the office in yep. a, in a like shot out of a cannon. And yep. he was shot out of a cannon right through the Medford house or, front door. And so. like, or he'll, he, I think the only time I've seen him walk into the office, it was like 
shot out of a cannon, but in mid conversation with Mr. Nelk. Yes. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, what is <laughs> yeah. happening? Are you running like, oh. away? Is Tom trying to kill you? Yeah. Nathan, or it's just like, oh, Nathan's here. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but we had a, he, he, so he came shot out of a cannon um, a couple months, a month or two ago to the Medford house. And immediately, I think RJ was there too. Another shouts out to RJ saying how like, he goes, oh, Kunkel, like, did you listen to the most recent episode? And I was there and I was like, oh, I had no idea that you listened. And then Salt and Kevin gave me like the runaround. Like, yeah, like he is like a huge like listener. Like in Kunkel's like, yeah, I listen to all of it. <laughs> no, that's not, that's, that's not his voice. His voice is like, yeah, man, I listen to all of it. And it's just it's so great. Go Steelers. Um, uh, but we love you, Kunkel. And then I had a great conversation with him. If we want to get start getting into it, um, about well, get into it records, um, which was very, um, which was like very enlightening. I didn't know how much Kunkel and, for that matter, Rick as well are like avid uh, record collectors, like I am. Um, I've been out of the game for a little bit, but um, Kunkel's got like a like telling me like it's basically it was like a dick measuring off of like yeah, who's yeah. got like the who's got the more rare um like lp or whatnot and everything like how much did you spend on that it's both uh a point of like a a a medal of um what do you want to call it like a a medal of like accessity uh that's not a word but basically like you can (laughs) i'm having a brain fart right now um but you can basically brag if you're uh, a record collector on both ends of the price spectrum you can be like, oh, man, like I got, you know, um, Led Zeppelin 2 at a yard sale for three bucks, original pressing. Yeah. Like, oh, like what a deal, man. Like that's a great album. You got it for so cheap. But then you can also go like, yeah, dude, I spent like $200 on this like five piece set from like Billy Joel. And you're like, wow, like that's all there. So it's either you can be really impressed on the, the deal that someone gets or how much money they spend on like a box set of like 10 vinyls. Another box set from the 70s. Um, yeah, I wanted to go through uh, someday and just do a super cut of all of your words that you've either made up or mispronounced. Yeah, I've, I've been called out on it um, at school. We use a, um, a website called, it's spelled uh, S-C-H-O-O-L, so school, O-G-Y. How do you say that? Schoology. I've been saying it, I think, since week day one. Schoology. <laughs> I add an extra O-L in there. I, and I, I, it's, one of, it's one of my, my favorite parts about you. And I now have a, a lot of kids also saying it wrong, too, <laughs> which I really enjoy. They're like, oh, Mr. Fritz, like, I tried to get onto Schoology. And I'm like, yep. Like, that's exactly how it is. I will not correct you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, it was really fascinating. Um, I, I think Nathan took the cake. He was saying how uh, his like great uncle or something um, just one day gave him a unopened Bruce Springsteen, like three or four LP box set of bruce springsteen's like live recordings from 75 to 85 now it was unopened 
and it was printed in 85. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. He goes, oh, yeah, no, for real, because, like, my uncle who gave it to me never opened it. And he was saying how he was off at war, like, overseas and got sent the, the record from, like, a grandmother or something. And he just never opened it, and he just gave it to Nathan. So it's like literally he – it was bought in America, obviously. And then his grandmother sent it overseas, and then the uncle brought it back from the war. I don't know what war took place in 85. Uh, somewhere in the Middle East, maybe. Um, it could have just been stationed. Stationed somewhere, yeah. And then brought was it the back. Gulf, was the Gulf War? Desert Storm, was like, Desert Storm was like early 90s. That's like the Gulf War. Reagan, whatever happened with Reagan? There was maybe more USSR shit. I, I ran contraband. Maybe, yeah. That's just a, a trigger word. I don't even know what that means, really. There was there was contraband in Iran. Mm. Well, he yeah, he was like yeah, classic like, Iran. He goes, it was like original pressing, and my uncle brought it back, still unsealed, and currently in 2020, Nathan has yet to open it, but it was it had Current, seen it had sealed. seen war. Mm. Yes, still sealed, like the like the like the shrink wrap still on it and everything. And Dude, so Dylan was telling me, okay, so Dylan like and brothers have always done like trading card collecting kind of. Mm -hmm. So they have like Pokemon cards, like baseball cards, like whatever it is. And I guess Dylan has a like two, uh, it's a Cristiano Ronaldo world cup card from 2014. Mm. And he's currently sending it off to get it verified, like checked. But he found one that had just sold on eBay for seventy five hundred dollars. Seventy five hundred, seven thousand five hundred dollars for uh, for like a dinky soccer card. Yeah, that's, for yeah, that's incredible. Cristiano Ronaldo. I'm like, well, I, I don't understand that that like little mini ecosystem of our economy is banana land to me. No, I mean, I've I'm like. I would say since I was real young, like I've been investing in that side of like you just said, a weird ecosystem of an economy. Um, still in in our hometown, underneath my childhood bed, is the entire MLB bunch of crusty socks. No, uh, no, those are currently under my bed now. <laughs> okay, in my cool. new apartment. Okay, um, uh, is two full box sets. They are opened, so I'm like. I shouldn't have opened them, but of um, every baseball card from like that year in 2002 and 2003 of the MLB. Wow. Like, like it's like the, it's like a big cardboard, like sleeve box. And yeah. it's like, like 350 cards and they're all pretty much there. And, and, and it's also like, I have like, they're all the Red Sox. So I have the 2004 world series set. I even think it's like the when they started in when does the MLB season start? It's not it doesn't go like from one Starts year to in like start. April. Yeah, okay. So I think I have the like at the beginning of the year they put out like here's the two thousand Oh so you have a you have a two thousand four Nomak ad. Yes. That's fucking sick, kid. Yeah, so it's been sitting and collecting dust Dude, on Nomad's the best. To be able to sell it one day. So if the 2004 one were 16 years in, I want to wait till like 25 years and then get them like appraised. Yeah. So I what? used to have baseball cards, but they were like random fucking baseball cards. And I think last time I was at 
my house house that I grew up in before it went bye-byes. Um, it blew up? Yeah, it, it blew up. <laughs> I, I blew it up once the new people moved in. <laughs> That's like, if I can't have it, you can't have it. Um, and there was like a... Hold on, is that, is that enormous TV that was in your basement, did that get moved out at all? I don't know what happened to that, to be honest. Because that, that TV was too big to get out of that house. No, we barely got it down there. Imagine yeah. trying to get it up. I imagine, I always, whenever we were down there, I always imagined, I'm like, Duncan literally, and his dad literally must have put this TV together down here. Like, they no. were putting in, like, the bulbs and the wire. We had to, like, finagle it down there. Because it didn't, remember that little corner at the bottom of my stairs? Yeah. It didn't really fit around that, so we had to like kind of make it fit around that. It was you that was a fun thing. Cut, cut out a piece of your wall. Yeah, yeah, and then we glued it back, and we were just like, "Good enough." Um, no, the, when we got that TV, dude, the guy just drove a tractor out of his garage <laughs> and with like forklift attachments, and just put the TV on the truck that we had borrowed. I love it. And then we brought it home. It was what what a time. That may be the biggest TV I've ever seen in my life. In person, probably. Besides a restaurant or something, like in someone's house, I don't think I've seen a bigger TV. Especially it being a projection TV. Exa- yes, exa- that's like what I'm saying. Banana like, land. The, the, sheer, the sheer girth of well, that television. Maybe not based on like inches, but like actual square footage. It has yeah. to be the biggest TV. It, it, was its, it was its own room. Like you, you could have like... Yeah. Like, that could have been your bedroom. Yeah, easily. Um, what was I just saying? Talking about collecting stuff. Oh, and my mom was like, I had like a whole book of them. And she was like, do you want these? And I was like, not a fucking chance. And now I'm kind of like, mm, maybe I should have kept them. Maybe there was some like, I don't know, fucking Frank Thomas rookie card in there. Yeah. I mean, like, I know for, like, I know I have, like, I have a big poppy card. From 20, 2004, I have a Nomar card. I have a Pedro card. I have, like, you know, the players that, like, weren't on the Red Sox. Like, I have Ichiro cards. I have, I think, was Ken Griffey Jr. still playing in 2004? I may have his card. Like, I have all of the notable MLB yeah, players. He was still playing, yeah. I have, like, all the notable baseball players that played 2003, 2004. Randy Johnson. I got his, yeah. I think Johnson, Randy Johnson on the Yankees. If not, then the Diamondbacks. I don't think Randy Johnson played on the Yankees. I thought he played his like his like one of his last few years on the Yankees. I don't think so. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Clemens. Never mind. Yes, you are. Um, I just wanted to take a second to announce that we finally have a sponsor. Hey, um, it is Seaside Boutique and Beats because I realized that I run all of the social for that, so therefore I can just sponsor my own show. Yay! <laughs> They're paying us no dollars. Oh. My mom sends me presents. So actually, she sent me fifty bucks last week. So technically, we are officially sponsored. Nice. No, those two things had no relation. She also sent me a bunch of Halloween decorations that I haven't put up. Um. So we want to thank Seaside uh, Beads and Bout- uh, Beads Boutique uh, so much for their our, their sponsorship. Go down to Seaside Beads Boutique, uh, Gloucester, Massachusetts, and Rockport, Massachusetts. And um, get your bead fix. Uh, ask for uh, Lucinda, um, and she will uh, give you a dirty look. <laughs> she will give you a dirty look and then probably berate you behind your back. Yes. Um, but yeah, um, actually, though, go visit my mom. Yes. Um, she's, she's lovely, lovely, and 
She apparently can't fix watches, but other than that, she's good to go. Have people been bringing in a lot of watches, being like, fix it? Ben, like, texted me. I was like, hey, can your mom fix a watch? And I was like, probably. <laughs> and then he called her, and she was like, nope, can't fix a watch. And I was like, mom, why can't you fix watches? And she was like, I don't know how to. She was like, it's too much work. And I was I, like, just fucking learn how to fix watches, mom. I now am thinking that Ben, w- like, his thought process wasn't, hey, like, Duncan's mom, like, runs, like, a bead shop where that's, like, a se- accessories and everything. Maybe along the way of, like, owning that business, being in that sphere, that industry, she would learn how to, like, I don't think he thought that way. I literally thought he was just, like, knowing your mom's personality, maybe she can fix a watch just on the type of person she is. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, um, what's up? It's one half of the Trolling Stone podcast, going solo dolo for a little bit. Um, Jackson's headed up to Maine this weekend. Our schedules didn't really line up this week. Um, I also uh, take credit because I did a terrible job of prepping for the podcast because, I don't know, I've just been in a little bit of funk lately. Um and I also just kind of thought we'd be able to just let it rip um, without much prep, but I think it was really bad, so I'm going to have to edit that down. But I did go through and make some notes, uh, make a little outline. Um, I watched all of Big Brother. I'm actually caught up, you know, like an adult, so I can talk about that. I'm going to do Duncan's version of how Big Brother happened this week. Um, because it's getting so late in the season that we can't really afford to just punt on an entire week, um, which we wouldn't have covered any of this week. And then also, um, they switched to Mondays for the HOH, uh, competition. So that's fucking weird. Didn't love that. But first I'm going to do some music, musical musicals. Um, the first thing I just have is that, so I have a regular at Starbucks who has some interesting musical tastes. Um, They're not exactly the same as mine, but there was one night that I hijacked the sound system and I um, was just playing like kind of whatever I wanted, just kind of vibing. And I put something on and my regular walked up and he goes, is this you? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, I absolutely love this. Like, we need more of this, blah, blah, blah. So now he started, like, every day he comes up to me. And he's like, yo, you got to check out, like, blah, 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 blah. And so the latest one, <clears throat> I don't know if this is going to ring any bells to anybody, but was Aphex Twin, A-P-H-E-X Twin. Um, and it's kind of like electronic... Um, I guess, like, I don't even know what the... He is officially called a composer, I believe. So take that as what you will. But I went in, and I was listening to some of his stuff the other night while I was getting some work done, and all of a sudden I was like, fuck, I recognize that melody and that, like, piano riff. 
It turns out that it's the sa- it's what Kanye used to sample slash model the song Blame Game off of, which is not Runaway, which is like the ding, 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 that thing, but it's like the actual melody of Blame Game, which is like a super piano-heavy song. Um, <clears throat> great song, but... That was like legit the first song that I listened to was that shit. And when I tell you my mind was fucking blown, I was sitting there and I was like, granted I was kind of high, but like I was sitting there at like two in the morning doing some shit and all of a sudden I made that epiphany and then I ended up reading like Kanye's Wikipedia page for like a half hour, Um, which I think is a new segment we should do. I think we should just read people's Wikipedia pages. I don't think we do enough Wikipedia. And Wikipedia has a lot of valuable information. Also, I'm playing Call of Duty, so sorry for the background noise. Um, So yeah, but I also just love having regulars that do shit like that. Like, I think that's cool. I think that's a cool, like, I don't know. So many people are just so in their own world that, like, everything is just like like a surface interaction. Where it's just like, oh, I give you money, you give me coffee, that's that. But these two, it's... I kid you not, have come in every single day, I think, since I started working there. Like, if they didn't come in, I would be concerned. And we once had an incident in the... I don't know if I'm legally allowed to talk about this, but, you know, whatever. We once had an incident in the parking lot. In which someone called one of our managers, uh, a very very white Caucasian manager, um, like I think it was a like a homeless guy called our manager the N word, and then tried to swing on him. And this dude was standing there, and he just like low key pulled out a knife and was like, "Get the fuck out of here, dude," <laughs> which is a legendary move. And it's also cool to know that like <clears throat> there's someone who doesn't who isn't bound by. Uh, Starbucks guidelines and has our back like he's like our fucking Batman he's just always watching um but yeah I think that's cool they're good people the other day he came up to me and he was like hey man uh enjoy your day off and I was like oh thank you thank you very kind of you um I also we're gonna be getting it's gonna be tangenty tangent e uh today because you know, my brain, but, um, I just discovered a Neptunes album, for those who don't know, the Neptunes are Pharrell Williams, um, and some other dude, I don't, genuinely don't know who the other dude is, but, um, I discovered, like, if you go on Apple Music, it's their fucking, like, only album, and it's just, uh, they got, like, Jay-Z is on there, fucking Clips are on there, just a bunch of random names on there, but, like, good names. Um, so I've been listening to that today, and then I listen to a lot of PJ Harvey lately. I like the, like, there's a certain, I don't know, like, there's a certain vibe I get where, like, especially on my off days, I'm just like, I want to listen to some... Not like weird music is the wrong term, but something that I wouldn't normally listen to. And so the other day I put some PJ Harvey on. It's very like, I used this adjective the other day, ethereal is a good good way to describe it. Because it is very like, 
you kind of feel like you're like in a movie almost would be the way I'd describe it. Um, and so I was driving through downtown Nashville, like I think I went to my Starbucks to get something to drink or something, or I had to pick something up. It was like that weird dusky time where the sky was kind of like, it's hard to describe, but it, it, I just felt like I was in a fucking movie and it was so goddamn cool. Um, but anyways, PJ Harvey, kind of like, uh, I don't even know what genre to put her in, but like, kind of, maybe, like, rock? Something like that, maybe? I don't even know. But, um, yeah, I've been rocking with that. What else do we got? Um, West Side Gun dropped an album. I listened to it. That's another one where I had a day off the other day, and so I just popped that shit on and it's like not exactly my usual um my usual music taste if you will but I was vibing to it pretty pretty heavy um and then I've also been listening to Marcus King and the Marcus King band kind of southern rock it's very vibey um they were on your mom's or he was on your mom's house podcast Palmcast the other day, and so I started listening to him. I was like, yeah, you know, seems like a cool dude. I'll give him a shot. Um, definitely worth it. I would, I would recommend it. Some of his older stuff, his newer stuff is tight. Like I'm never gonna be like, yo, this sucks, but I've heard better. Um, ooh, another scabby. Um, what else? There was a Travis Scott. Uh, re put out the remix to Franchise um, today, I guess, technically. Um, and it has Future on it, which is kind of fire, dude. Like, Travis Scott, Future, Young Thug, and M.I.A. is a killer lineup. <clears throat> Talk about star-studded cast. Um... So I'd recommend giving that a listen. It I, I'm always intrigued by how they end up doing remixes because it is kind of weird. Um, but it turned out pretty good. And I don't know if that's going to take over the original on my... They kind of just added future to it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like the original song and then plus future. So I think I might just delete the original from my library and toss that in there because why the fuck not? A little bit of extra future, never hurt anybody. Um, who else dropped music? <clears throat> Reason. One of the newest, newest question mark members of TDE dropped an album. Um, it had the single pop smoke or pop shit on it, and that one was featuring uh, Schoolboy, so I was on that early, that's like a good, hard fucking song, um, that's one of those, like, I'm in the gym, I need to get this fucking last set in, Let's pop that shit on, and it's a fucking party, um, but there were some interesting features on it, uh, I'm gonna hide behind this uh, pole and call it duty, and I'm gonna tell you Absol, Vince Staples, Isaiah Rashad, Jid, um, 
I don't know who Rhapsody is, but I mean, whenever you have like a, a TDE label backing, and then you get guys like Absol, Schoolboy, Jid, um, I'm probably in on it. And and it's kind of raw and grimy. I love that that kind of rap. Um, that sort of like I don't know. It's almost like it's almost like grungy. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. It's hard to describe, but it's like you just feel like it's hard to it's hard to put that like feeling of how it sounds into words. So I'm gonna quit trying. But um, also the pie box is found. I love playing solos in Call of Duty and just doing all of the fucking <clears throat> uh, contracts until I see anyone. Because depending on the circle, you don't see anyone for the first half of the game. Uh, but who else put out music? Benny the Butcher. Benny the Butcher. The fucking Butcher kid. Um, he put out an album, or a single. Lil Wayne and Big Sean. And I'm going to be honest, don't love Big Sean, but kind of fucking hits, dude. Kind of fucking hits. Like, pretty hard. Um, so, I'd recommend checking that shit out. That one got tossed in my playlist immediately. Got the Duncan seal of approval. Oh, hi. There's a guy right in front of me. Hello, sir. Would you like to be dead? Oh, I got dead. That's not how that's supposed to work. Where'd you come from? Fucking, what? Why do you have a custom AR with that stupid fucking scope on it? Um, yeah, Benny the Butcher. Benjamin the Butcher. Um, it's a shame that Ben didn't get on that name first. That's all I'm saying. Sorry to you, Benny. Um, I don't know. I went to, just in other things, I went to an independent source for our OnlyFans discussion, and they said that they would pay up to $25 uh, for one month of my OnlyFans. So, I don't know. I might, rem I don't, <clears throat> I don't know how to test this without, without, um, actually putting my penis on the internet, so, <coughs> we'll keep you guys posted on that one, sorry about that hacking cough, I sound like our great president, um, big brother, big brother, what to do, what to do, um, it was a fairly straightforward week this week. Um, Tyler and Nicole. Yeah, no, Tyler and Christmas were up on the block. It was Cody's HOH, um, per usual. That kid is a fucking legend. Um, I actually realized that he looks like someone that we went to middle school with, um, except the kid we went to middle school with is way more of a squid. <clears throat> um And so, um, went up on the block, let's see, Cody wins HOH, and then Cody wins Veto, um, which is 
like, I mean, that's basically what Tyler did during the triple eviction. So you have to respect that. Anytime you can come completely control that <clears throat> and make a move. Um, because if you win the veto, that ensures that you get to sort of take whatever shot you want to take. Um, and so Cody took his shot at Tyler, which, I mean, I respect that. That makes sense. Tyler's a very, very strong player. Um, and definitely would have been one of those people that you, if you go to the, the like final two against Tyler, um, <coughs> then you're kind of shit out of luck, no matter what. Because um, <clears throat> I think also the jury likes Tyler for the most part. Um, and so, yeah, he went after Tyler. I mean, they didn't go after Tyler necessarily, but that was who they like picked. It was Christmas or Tyler. And I think everyone just recognizes that Christmas is like a relatively strong comp player, but I think everyone's just too scared of her to actually want to work with her. Um, which is funny cause I feel like Enzo is the only one who's not actually afraid of Christmas. He's just like, yeah, dude, like, I know a billion people that are, like, way crazier than you. Um, I wonder if Enzo has family in the mob. That's the kind of stuff I wonder about. Um, that'd be cool. That'd be cool as fuck. That'd be, be rad. That'd be hard. Um, but I don't know. I feel like not a whole lot happened. So what is it? I lost one of my dudes. So now we're down to one and one. I I need Enzo to win. And I need Nicole F to. I almost said die, and then I realized that that's not how this game works. Yeah, so we're down to Cody. Um, Cody, Nicole F, Memphis, Enzo, and Christmas. Um, so that should be an interesting week. I want to see who wins HOH. I think that's kind of going to be a big deal. Um, as always, once you get this far down. Yeah, HOH is big this week. Um, it, it was some stupid pumpkin competition where you had to like put a dodgeball in your asshole and then walk across tightrope. I don't know. Um, no, it was, it was like you had to put... No, it was like a balance beam with like a thing at one end, like a little basket thing. And you had to put, you had to walk across the thing, like the, the teeter-totter thing. Yeah, a teeter-totter, not a balance beam. You had to walk across it and then um, <clears throat> place like a pumpkin in the basket. And by pumpkin, they mean dodgeball. And then you had to walk back across and you had to like fill your basket with pumpkins, I think was the goal. Um, and so they were in the middle of doing that. But um, was there any like even drama that happened last week? I mean, they we got the... Idiot, what was that? Um... We got the jury house, that like first shot of the jury house, which is always an interesting thing. And Danny was so, she was just pissed. She was just like, oh, oh, oh no, 
It was everyone else's fault, even though I played a dumbass game the whole time. Um, so, it'll be interesting to see how jury votes. I think, if I had to guess, I mean, Tyler's out of it, but I don't know. Who does it come down to? And also, Cody said something about him and Memphis having a final two since, like, day one. And I'm a little confused about that because I don't remember that because I'm a big dum-dum. Um, but I'll be interested to see if he actually honors that or if he goes with Enzo. Because it kind of seems like Enzo might be the better move. But also, the big question is always, can you win in jury against whoever you're with and like let's be honest I, I'm not 100% sure Cody wins against I don't know I feel like Cody's got to walk down no matter what but Cody might think that he has a better chance of winning against Memphis than Enzo um so I guess we'll see how that fucking works yeah so I think that Cody thinks that he has a better chance of winning against Memphis than he does against Enzo which I'm not sure he's wrong, if we're being honest. But I also am not sure he's right, and I think he's going to win no matter what, so I don't think it really fucking matters. Um, but yeah, so I guess we'll just kind of see see what goes there. Uh, but I don't have a whole, much, whole bunch else for Big Brother. Uh, I don't like Christmas. Christmas is annoying. Christmas looks like the, she just has like this stank in her face. I don't like it. Like anyone who, <clears throat> anyone who frequently makes a face in which they look like they just smelled a fart. Like, I don't really want to be around you. Um, or I do, because I want to push your buttons. But <clears throat> I just also, I was amused by the fact that she like acted like when she lost the veto. Or like when she finished the veto, she was like, oh, this is life and death. And, like, was being so dramatic about it. I was like, dude, shut up. Nobody cares. Um, now I'm just complaining about people. Um, but I don't know, dude. I feel like, like this season of Big Brother has been particularly boring. Like, more than normal. Um, and I would like that to stop. Please. Because... Like, I, I want something to talk about. That'd be chill. Um, but yeah, I'm just going to go for a little bit longer. Um, I don't have a whole bunch more to talk about. We're doing a little dinner tomorrow night. Um, me and some friends from work. Um, because, shout out Mads, second time I've mentioned you on the podcast. Um, got promoted, so now she's allowed to hang out with us. Quote, unquote, by Starbucks fucking corporate rules, um, and so, um, I'm gonna make a, like, I'm gonna make blue cheese stuffed chicken meatballs, and I'm gonna do, I don't, I'm not sure what kind of pasta yet, I lean toward penne only because it's, I think my favorite pasta, what would, the, the other, only other one would be rotini, but I feel like rotini and meatballs doesn't go well together, um, so I'm thinking of going penne, and then I'm going to do, I'm going to, I have a meat sauce that I made a while back that's been chilling in the freezer for a minute now. I might bring that in case people don't like the meatballs. And then 
but I'm going to do like a buffalo marinara that I've kind of perfected where you just toss a little bit of buffalo sauce into marinara. But instead of like, it makes the spice a little bit more even. And I think it's a better combination of like buffalo with Italian food versus trying to go like buffalo meatballs or going like a straight buffalo sauce on the pasta, which I think is aggressive. The marinara adds a little bit more of like a, a fullness to the meal. Um, and it feels like ac an actual pasta dish instead of, I don't know, some like weird fusion thing. All right. Yeah. I mean, I don't really have much else. There hasn't really been much going on. Um, music. Uh, fuck man. What was I? I was listening to Astro World the other day. That's still such a good fucking album. Um, I mean, it's legit. It's too, it's too legit to quit. Some have said, um, but I mean, Travis Scott's a goat. Um, I've just been listening to the same old shit. I haven't really been doing a whole bunch. Um, playing a lot of Call of Duty. I went to, I, I quote unquote went out the other day. Um, AK went up to Mafiosa's and I drank two Diet Cokes and was uh, coerced into taking a Froggy, which is half Coca-Cola and half Jack Daniels, which I was like, you could have just given me the Jack Daniels straight and I probably would have been happier because uh, I don't, I really, really vehemently don't like the taste of regular Coca-Cola. I don't know what it is. I know. You can all make fun of me. You can all leave me voicemails, um, but that's just the way it be. It's just how it be, and uh, there's not a bunch I can do about that, you know? It's just, that's my taste. Um, and then I came home, and I spent all of 45 minutes there. I spent $4, which was not, I didn't even get charged for my Diet Coke. I just left a tip, because I'm a adult human being, and I know all the people up there, so I was like, I'm not gonna just fuck you guys. Um, La da da da. There's a gas mask. La da 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 da. La da da. -da. Oh, oh, okay. That was interesting. Love stumbling across a random playmore. Who put that there? Who did that? Who did that to you? Afraid of money are absolutely. R-worded. Um, but yeah, like I said, haven't been doing much chilling. Trying to just, you know, see what's next, see what the move is, keep up with the podcast, do some different stuff. I spent a lot of time, like I said, trying to make a promo, so hopefully that'll be out soon, and then I'll kind of backlog really some of the videos that I've done, because it's mostly just like creating a template um, for our videos, and then uh, from there, pretty straightforward. Um, so... Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't have a whole lot more to say. Um, politics are a thing, for sure. There's no question about it. Um, and you should all go vote. Uh, I feel like that goes without saying. Um, and also, um, oh, I know. I can talk about this for a while. We're having the debate 
not a debate necessarily, but a conversation about being a leftist versus being a liberal. And I mean, like, in my opinion, the difference is basically just that, like, if you're a leftist, you're a little bit more pessimistic and you're a little more leaning toward, like, this is a broken system that we need to fix versus I feel like liberals are like, okay, well, this is, like, our reality, so how are we going to make this a functional reality? Um, and so I think I'm firmly on, I think I'm a, a liberal, I'm one of those libtard cucks, um, instead of being a leftist which I think is a bit aggressive. Um, but who am I to say? You know, that's just me. I think we all need to be a little bit more moderate. But yeah, I don't know. Um, other than that, I'm going to have to cut a bunch of this shit out because I just rambled and went silent for long periods of time. Um, welcome to Duncan's Brain. Um, but other than that, peace out, you cool cats and fucking kittens. And I will see you on the goddamn flip side. We have the newest segment of the Trolling Stone podcast, A Pinch of Salt. I'm excited for this. Yes. Um, ben left me two voicemails this week, both on Monday. Which one do you want? Hold on. Can I... One yeah. of them, I think, is just Ben rambling, and the other one, I think, is an actual rant. Can I ask for your opinion first? Yeah. Sundor? Is this okay? Yes. This isn't the leg call. This is just the complete Yeah, ass. no. Yep. I think <laughs> that um, that's a very specific... There's a purpose for that. It's kind of like when girls have the like panties that just don't have anything where the the pussy is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, it's for don't ask you for advice. <laughs> Throwing around obscenities. <laughs> um, oh, pussy. Did you want me to say p word? Where the p word? There's nothing where the p word is. Be more scientific about it. Vulva. Vulva. Well, uh, labia. So labia. Minora and uh, Majora. Majora. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I would bring up the clitoris, but no one knows where it is. So <laughs> I have, couldn't be me. <laughs> I don't know where. Um, all right. Do you want the rambling or the rant? Uh, rant, of course. All right. All right, whoa, whoa, the button cut me off there. So, so fucking get my haircut. Get my haircut. Fucking <laughs> stupid application that I fucking have to, to use to book my haircut. Two points instead of one, but I felt like a dick because they had a flaw, so I could tip both the barbers because the other barber left because he thought he had a haircut at 140, but he didn't. So he went to the fucking grocery store to get groceries because he could because he had extra time. Uh, fucking prick. So I had to tip both. <laughs> Leave the haircut. Getting a weird craving for a fucking V8 fucking Tropic Blend. V8 Splash Tropic Blend. I don't know what I'm thinking. Get it. Well, I go to fucking Walgreens to get it. I'm walking into Walgreens. I hear Elijah. Elijah? 
Eliza Hedachek. She's fucking talking about how her fucking neighbor just came in and dropped off her badge that she lost yesterday but made a big stink of it because her fucking manager had to print her a new one because she couldn't work without her badge because people wouldn't know her name. So she's, she's talking a thought about that. I'm lost. Is this the rambling one or the rambling one? She's like, come back to the line. There's like five people online. She's still talking to the same fucking lady about fucking her neighbor coming and giving her back. So she uh, finishes that lady, the next lady comes. She starts talking about the goddamn bag again. No one cares about it. First of all, it's a fucking bag. It's a fucking name tag. All it says is Eliza. Oh, whatever your fucking stupid ass name is, and it says you've been here for eight years because you're a fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> she has to fucking call to the back. She goes, I need help up front. Tell her the back, please come. Because all she does is care about fucking telling everyone that her neighbor fucking brought her her badge and she didn't fucking lose it. Holy shit. She tried to fucking talk to me about it. <laughs> God forbid. I, I go. Like, I'm in a rush for you, I can't. She goes, but, like, my neighbor's so nice. Isn't it nice for her to bring it? And I go, yeah, it would be nice. Can, can I just got to go. Like, can you just, like, give me my receipt? I got to go. She's like, oh, okay, okay, I didn't know you were in such a rush. I just, like, was trying to share this story about, hi, right, such a great neighbor. And she brought me my name tag after I dropped it. And I made a big stink because yesterday I was working without a name tag. And no one knew who I was. But today, I'm able to work with the name tag because I have a nice manager. And now this, now, now I have to ask for him help because, ugh. Now this dickhead won't let me go, so now I'm fucking trying to pull out of Walgreens. I'm taking a lot, and he won't let me go right. <sighs> All right, I've had enough. Minimum standard, Ben, remember that. <clears throat> well, that was certainly something. Uh, so... He starts off by saying the haircut guy isn't there to give him a haircut. And did he I get the haircut? That, I thought that there were two haircut people and one of them didn't have, wasn't there. But did he get the haircut? I don't know. Should I, should I Snapchat him? Should and then I call and, him? And then we, uh, yeah, why not? Let's call him. Yeah, let's call him. I'm, yeah, I'm wor- wondering, did he get the haircut? And then what is this left turn? Like, how did he end up at the Walgreens? Did he go after or did he go to Walgreens because he couldn't get the haircut? We're about to find out. On the first ring. What's up, yeah. you Chomo? Um, you're on the podcast. We were just calling for some clarification about your voicemail. Uh, uh, which one? Uh, the Walgreens one. Did you end up getting the haircut? Yeah. Okay. Before. You got the haircut before the Walgreens. The the time the timeline is about to okay. clear up right now. It's, so, it's, it's the fog is rising. So what was the um, what happened with the one barber? There were two barbers. Two barbers, one man. I'm that great of a person. Can't help it. So they were both. They were going to double team you. I got double teamed. Ooh. Was it a good haircut? Does have a big head. I look like Tyler Hero. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Um, Jackson. Do you have any questions? Um, No, it's he's cleared up the confusion. Yep, we we're good to go. I appreciate you picking up so promptly. 
Wait, I have a question for you now. Okay. Do you know anything about fixing dryers? Yeah. <laughs> no, maybe. It depends. I usually just Google it. Kevin broke the dryer at the Medford house. I just don't know if it's worth buying this $12 part if it's not going to be worth it. What is the part? Also, make Kevin deal with this. Kevin can't even fucking tie his own shoes, bro. That's a good point. He did break the dryer. He put in too many towels. Figure it out. Don't you worry. I'll have dry clothes eventually. Uh, how was it? Did you actually have a date last night? Yeah, it was with Colin Norton and Ryan Slack. Oh, okay. How was it? Did you guys fuck? We went to Buffalo Wild Wings. It's fucking half price wings. Bro. On Tuesdays? I know, no, dude. No. no, I lied. I lied. I lied. It's buy one, get one. Yeah, so it's like you buy a 10 piece and you get 20 pieces. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's a baffling, but also wings cost nothing, so kind of makes sense. I wish I had wings. All right, thanks for coming on, Ben. <laughs> We're done here. Wrap it up. <laughs> All right, bub. I'll see <clears throat> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Uh, reoccurring guest, Salt, on the podcast. That was a pinch of salt. I mean, we'll we'll save the rambling one for for next time, or if we have any others. Um, I that Something I don't, tells me that he's just gonna keep calling us on a weekly basis. No, no, he told me that he's just like, yeah, yeah it's like you guys like want me to call, and I'm like, I think I drunkenly was like, whatever, man. And so I, yeah, I think he's gonna take me up on that offer, and I don't, I don't think I can cash that check. If he calls you, if he continually like, if every single day like. We're going to need to take a break at some point. There's only so much stupidity I can take. <laughs> yeah, but I think he's smart enough to save good stories for, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I did tell everyone else to, to leave a voicemail. And again, listeners, leave a voicemail on leave Duncan's voicemail on, on Duncan's phone, not mine. Yep. 90% of the time, I won't pick up the phone anyway. Also, if you could shoot me a text uh, before you call me, just be like, hey, I'm calling you to rant about things because i will just accidentally pick up the phone yeah and that's so the whole process you can leave a voicemail on duncan's phone number his phone number is 978-317-7441 someone's gonna get a lot of random angry voicemails because you know, that's most certainly not my number i think it's neil murphy's gonna get a lot of phone calls. <laughs> yes please do that please everyone uh Call that number that Jackson just said. Um, just I don't have many notes for this week. Um, no, there wasn't. I like we got spoiled with last week with Bronson and with um, two weeks, now. Two weeks, yeah, and like uh, uh, what do you call it? Like Megan Thee Stallion, and we had Machine Gun. We had a lot of stuff come out, and we so I think there's like some there. Megan there needs to be like a, some news actually. Oh, okay. Because she criticized the Attorney General of Kentucky mm. um, for his handling of the Breonna Taylor case. And the Attorney General of Kentucky was like, she said mean things about me on the TV. And I just don't think that's appropriate. And I think it's disgusting that someone have the audacity. Is the, is the, like, Shut the fuck up! Is the Senator, or whoever it is from Kentucky, is it one of your ex-girlfriends? Because that's... Yeah, they sound very similar, yeah. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Um, 
and so that was it. He just complained that she complained yeah, she to him. Bro, she was on SNL and she did like a, Oh, that's a whole, right. That's right. Yeah. And then he came out and was like, I think it's disgusting that you would go on national television. I'm just trying to do my job. Like, and was like, well, national, maybe do your job better. Yeah. yeah. Have you watched Fox, Fox News ever? They've made like a whole career out of it. Or Fox News. Fox News. Yeah. Um, um, speaking of SNL, did you watch the cold open with uh, – it's actually pretty good. It's, it's uh, Baldwin's Trump. And you know who plays Joe Biden? Um, I, fuck, I actually saw this. Who, no, I don't know off the top of my head. Jim Carrey, and he does oh, yes. an unbelievable job. He gets, like, the mannerisms and, like, the facial <laughs> expressions. And, like, obviously, like, Joe just said the exact same thing over and over and over again with the debate. Um, yeah. He's like, here's the deal. That's, like, all he needed to do. Yeah, and so it, it, was, it was really good. Um, and I did catch, like, the clip of, I catch, caught the clip of Megan Thee Stallion performing, but then I, I guess I only heard on Twitter about her, like, criticizing she actually, I, exactly she did. She it did, like, she did criticize them, and, like, not by name, per se, but she did, like, say, like, the state of Kentucky has, like, a lot to think about with the Breonna Taylor case. Yeah. Like, put it out there. Which is, I mean, she's, she has a platform and she's using it, so, I mean, like, that's what everyone else is doing, and people are still getting mad. Like, you can't do that. That's what everyone fucking is doing right now, using their platform to make a difference. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something about... The only thing in my notes is, what if I started in OnlyFans? <clears throat> um, I think we talked about this before. Um, uh, can I actually... I, I don't know if I want to talk about it, but um, something along the same lines, but in a more negative connotation and a much more grosser thing. One of like the uh, podcasts I listened to that would talk about like movies and video games, two of like the people involved in it and have like basically like been like outed on the internet for like basically posting like their own naked selfie or not posting to everyone, but like sending them to people. And allegedly some of the people they were sending them to were underage. Oh, yeah. but like, oh. I may um, talk, talk to you off camera because I think like some of the stuff is fucking wild, like too much, I think for, to come out of my mouth. But, um, what about come in your mouth? Um, it's some of them are along those lines. <clears throat> um, so we can maybe discuss at a latter date. At a latter date. Um, but yeah, I was just like bouncing around the idea. I was like, uh, how many people from high school do you think would sign up for my OnlyFans just out of curiosity? Um, not me because I really don't have the money to pay. Yeah, I, I this you're not my target demographic. So you are expecting girls from our high school. To follow you on OnlyFans to what? See your stinky belly button? I think there would be, I think there would be a, a fair, I, out of the 400 people that were probably at our high school, I think I, I could get, I think 25 you know of them would be like, mm, I'm going to do this just out of curiosity. 20, I'll pay $10. 25, Duncan? I think so. Easily. I'm going to give you two. 
I think maybe is a maybe number. four. <laughs> I will give you a percent of our of our high school population. A single percent, if not, not twenty five percent. You dumb fuck. I know twenty five out of four hundred is like five ten percent. I know, and I think Less it's below that. Five percent. I think it's below that. I think, I think you're, you're getting, dumb. like I said, four people are maybe curious, which is 1% of our high school population. Then I think I have, I think you're discounting how many weird people went to our high school. How many people that didn't really know us at all. I think you're then discounting, I, I think you're discounting uh, the queer community at our high school. I don't think they go by that. The LGBTQ community. There you go. Uh, um, I think I think you would be surprised. I but think the only way to prove it is to do it, so, yeah. and I don't think I'm actually oh, gonna do it. True. So, um, I think you, uh, all the weird people that don't know us. I think people want to know the people that's that like they want to have like a be like. Oh, I remember him. I remember having this interaction with him. I remember being like somewhat friendly with him. If you're if you're saying that like when we were seniors that there's like this fr- little freshman whatever that literally had a, not a single interaction with you, all she knows is that Duncan Huff came from that high school that I went to. I don't think she'd be make it like if, I don't think they if they don't know you, I don't think they're signing up. I don't think they need to know no, you. On a yeah, that level. wasn't my point. That wasn't my point. But, all right, so hear me out. I think that if I started an OnlyFans. Yes. And I put, like, I, I got some, like, decent pictures. I think that if I put the link in my bio and I posted one Instagram. You get people. That was, like, a thirst trap Instagram. I think it's more. I think it. I would, think I could get a solid twenty-five people to pay ten dollars. I think you'd just be more to be like, like out of pure curiosity, it'd be more likely that you would get someone that you knew, like you know, from Tennessee or UMass, than from our high school. Okay, but that—that's still my point. I think I could get twenty-five people. I think yeah. I can make two hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> Let's put this to the test. That involves me exposing my penis. <clears throat> so um, that's what. So you don't have to post. I know I don't have to, nudies. but what am I not? What am I gonna trick people? Well, yeah. You say, no. "Hey, come to my OnlyFans," and people associate, "Oh, OnlyFans." I'm gonna see Duncan's hood, and then they show up, <laughs> and it's just very tasteful pictures of you and, it's and just, like the in a hood robe. is actually off. <laughs> it's a, it's a, you're in a robe and an ascot and you're sitting in like a mahogany room. you like drink and you're like, wow, this is really tasteful. Or it's just videos of me sniping. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just call, it's just call of duty clips. Gotcha. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> um, my, one of my friends just sent me a video called Ben Shapiro's naughty girl. So I don't know what that's about, but we might have to watch it on the podcast. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, no, I was just like, I was thinking about that and I was like, what, what is the actual, like, not validity, but like, what is the actual, I don't potential think of an OnlyFans. I don't think we know anyone. I mean, you may, but 
but I don't think I have ever come across someone I know or went to high school with or know of or like friends on social media, even if we're not like in communication. I don't think I've come across anyone that has an OnlyFans. I have. That we know? No. That or that you, that you know? You know? My girlfriend knows someone with an OnlyFans. Who? There you go. You guys want to go? You guys want to go on my girlfriend's OnlyFans? There you go. She has an OnlyFans? No. It's just pictures of uh, Rosie. <laughs> yeah. It's Rosie in very tasteful pictures. Yeah. Tastefully nude. She's been like, she's been like, I'm going to get one. I'm like, no, you're not. And she's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I respect it, though. If she um, gets one, I get one. I also just realized that we don't have any big brother to talk about because we already talked about the triple eviction. There's only technically been one episode. Yeah. Um, but we, I, I guess, I mean, have we, we really haven't like talked about like the aftermath of the triple eviction. We just talked about what was happening. So do you yeah. want to at least like a little bit talk about? Yeah, we can like talk about aftermath? it. So the people, it's the <clears throat> six are left. Yep. Cody, Memphis, Tyler, Christmas, Enzo, Nicole. Um, I've, I watched Sunday's episode, but I won't like reveal any, anything. Cause we'll let it rip. I'm just really? gonna, I mean, it's up to you. Do you yeah. want to really <clears throat> wait until next week to talk yeah, exactly. about it? I'll forget it all. But, um, <clears throat> so, I mean, nothing huge happens. No one's going home or anything, but they do reveal that like there were some like canoodlings and drama talk with like who was going to go up through the triple eviction. So many people were pissed that Memphis was like gunning so hard for David, David. They're like, dude, like what the, f like, what are you doing? Like he's not a threat <clears throat> in any form. And if you keep him tagging along, when we finally kick him out, he'll just vote for you because you're like, he was so great to me. Like yeah. he'll vote you in jury in the jury house, and like Danny was obviously a bigger threat. Um, Cody was a bigger threat if he wanted to get him out. Nicole, so that was happening, and then Danny's pissed. So um, Danny and Christmas had like a little like back and forth um, before like the eviction happened, and like literally, like, as they're voting, they're like, "Yeah, I voted for Danny." And Christmas literally, I think she was just like, "Yeah, Danny, I voted for you." So like, bye, see you. <coughs> Daniel's like, like, fuck you, basically. And then at the end of the triple eviction, Danny goes home and Christmas, he like, is standing at the door, smiling with a shit-eating grin, being like, yeah. uh, hug, bye-bye. And Danny was just like, no, I'm not hugging you. And Christmas just, like, so passive-aggressively is just like, oh, I guess not. And Danny, like, turned back around. She goes, yeah, no, or, like, says something back and everything. But you got to see, like, how it unfolded, like they went like back and forth a little bit as they were voting out Danny. Like they they would come back from the the diary room to be like, yeah, we voted. I voted for you, Danny. She was just getting more and more pissed. Yeah. Um, who won the HOH this week? Cody. Who do we think so, that solidifies? Memphis and Enzo and Christmas. Because you, you know who he, he put up the other two up on the block. He put up Tyler and Nicole. Put up, basically, Tyler could win and pull himself off. Or neither of them win. And they vote. I, I think they're voting Tyler out. He seems like too big of a threat. And could, because he, he did it before, he could go on a fucking tear and just win comp after comp after comp in like this crunch time area, but Nicole 
doesn't. She just has a really good social game. She like can't win a comp for her life unless it's like a brain one. I almost feel like Tyler wins and takes himself off. Oh yeah, but, I do. But think who, he- who who goes up if Tyler pulls well, himself? Well, it's Cody's, and Cody may Christmas kick Christmas to the curb, and then the the votes could swing to kick Christmas out. Because they're like, like I said before, last week, they're scared shitless of her because yeah. she ran over her boyfriend with a car. Yes. She Tiger Woods dumb. Yeah. So, either way, I kind of want to believe that Nicole's safe because she's like in my, she's my last one alive. But, um, stuff. I just don't know that, that Cody takes, I don't know if it makes sense for Cody to take, Memphis over Tyler. Yeah, because Memphis like wins so much. Like he's so good at the fucking comps and the games, and and he like is super thick headed and literally can just like bull, like like mentally pull you into a corner and be like, "You're voting the way I want you to vote," and you're like, "Yeah, okay, okay." Like he's really yeah. good at that. But but yeah. Cody and Memphis have. Uh, but a, I feel a, like uh, like Cody and Tyler are kind of boys. They were, but Cody is very much on the side right now. He's like, the committee's over. I only have, he has, he said this past episode, he goes, I only have loyalty with Enzo in Memphis. That's it. Wow. Interesting. He's de- the Cole yeah. is definitely out for him. I need, I need Enzo to. <clears throat> he needs to just win a competition and like finally get some power in the house. He's only had HOH once and he really didn't do anything with it. No. What week was that? That was like week like four or five. That was like early on. You're in danger of losing your last. I, I know. Pick. I'll That's lose. I, tell. What, what, I've been thinking about what did we bet again? Like what was the bet? It was we had to get the other person a present and we uh, have a $50 cap. Okay. I can do that. Um, it happens today. I, it happens this week. I don't know. Maybe Tyler goes home and you only have Enzo left. It's one for one. Very true. That could happen. Um, can we put a pause right here? Because I, I'm getting texts that I need to join up and call. And then I'll see if I can come up with something useful to talk about. Update. We did not. Peace out, you cool cats and kittens. I will shoot up, baby duck if it quacks with a ruga Top billing, come cops and villainous shots This block shipped out and bought and y'all feeling it LP killing it, killer Mike killing shit What more can I say, we top billing it Valiant without villainy, viciously found victory Burnt towns and villages, burning, looting and pillaging Murderers try to hurt us, we curse them and all their children I just want the bread and bologna bundles to tuck away I don't work for free, I am barely giving a fuck away So tell begging Johnny and mommy to get the fuck away hey, yo, here's a gun, son, now run, get it to gut away Live to shoot another day